and welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. My name is Laura Topper. I'm so pleased to be here with you today on New Thought Media Network for our weekly Cosmic Prayer. Yes, we are landing here quite perfectly uh, to talk about prayer, to talk about the power of prayer, the effectiveness of prayer, why we use prayer, do we use prayer? It's a big conversation and it's a conversation that's been happening here on New Thought Media Network with this broadcast since um, August, August the 10th, 2020. So today I have invited uh, Dr. Uh, Reverend Joan Stedman to come on to the Cosmic Prayer. And in the last 20 minutes, we've been trying to um, connect Dr. Joan as her internet is um, is not working. I've just had a message here from, from her now. She's trying to get through. Her internet is still doing its thing. <laughs> so we're holding a, an amazing knowing, a, a cosmic prayer for, uh, for Reverend Dr. Joan Stedman to come onto the show right now, because I know that she has so much to share, so much wisdom so much insight, so much knowing of prayer and how she uses it for her life. And I'm really excited to hear that. And for us to all hear that together and be a part of that understanding and conversation. So hello, Wayne. Welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. Great to be here with you today, knowing uh, that you are tuning in as with others here on the network today. So let's take a breath and know that all is well, all is absolutely happening in divine perfect timing, that Reverend Dr. Joan Stedman uh, will be here. Here we go, knowing that her internet works. Thank you. Thank you, Verona. Yes, I've just been reading about you, Verona. <laughs> and I know that Verona, you are, um, you are also a minister at the Agape Bay Area and that this is, I'm just going to pop this up here now and that you are actually creating this amazing physics of prayer, part one. And so we have, we'll talk about this in a moment because now I'm really excited because we have here uh, <laughs> Reverend Dr. Joan Stedman. Let's bring you straight in to the Cosmic Prayer, welcome here. It's so wonderful that you're here and that you made it. <laughs> I made it, thank you. I apologize for the screen. I got it on my iPad finally. So um, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Laura. I'm so glad to be oh, here. <laughs> it's just such a blessing and so wonderful that you're here. And I love it that you're on your iPad because I didn't know that you could call in from your iPad. So you're teaching me and all of us something that StreamYard right. is, is really effective like this with an iPad. It's beautiful. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank oh, you. I would like to just introduce you before we continue because I I'm just feel so honored and grateful and excited mm -hmm. that you are here. I feel like I've I don't know why I feel like I've known you for a long time and we have we've only just met physically. Um and I would like to introduce you because it's Thank you. it's just it's just an amazing um opportunity for us to know Reverend Dr. Uh, Joan Stedman who ha has 
really been a profound teacher and leader and practitioner for so many years, doing so many beautiful things, being of service with Centers for Spiritual Living, with New Thought in general, and with um, the envisioning of Agape, Agape International with, uh, with Reverend Dr. Michael Beckwith. So I know that, um, that uh, the, the ministry that, um, that Reverend Joan is holding right now is the Agape Bay area where she has been uh, ministering since 2019 and a, a, an assistant minister there since 2015. And this is really beautiful that you've been there you know, really shining your light and sharing what you know uh, with the world from that beautiful place. Mm. And for many years, uh, Reverend Joan has been on the faculty of, a, of both Agape and Holmes Institute. Wow, that's my, that's where I am at the moment, <laughs> learning in Holmes Institute, um, creating curriculum for practical mysticism and visioning. Uh, for CSL classes as well. And Reverend Joan has facilitated workshops and retreats uh, nationwide and been a sought out speaker at many new thought centers. And welcome here, Reverend Joan, Thank what a blessing. You. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. And oh, I feel well. like I've known you too. <laughs> do you feel that too? <laughs> I do, I feel it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, that, I was just saying to my partner, Jason, I really feel like I've known Reverend Joan for something. Anyway, we are here to discuss prayer. This, this, um, this broadcast has been broadcasting since August 2020. And each week I invite on an inspirational leader and teacher and thought, uh, thought, thought leader a practitioner, you know, whoever has an, an incredible uh, willingness to share really about prayer because I use prayer and mm -hmm. I think that right now it's, it's so relevant. And yes. I'm really, I would love you to share about your understanding of what, what prayer is and, and how it can really serve us right now in the mm. world. Thank you, Laura. Um, first of all, I have to say I love the title of your show, um, The Cosmic Prayer. I love that title. And I was yeah. contemplating it uh, last night. And um, my belief and what I know when I pray is that it is a cosmic event that, um, you know, at the deepest level that when I'm praying, when we are praying, when a group is praying, that we are tapping into every prayer that's ever been said, every prayer that will be said, because truly when we enter the realm of prayer, we're entering the realm of the now of the infinite and there's no time and space there. And mm -hmm. so I can totally um, understand that, <laughs> you know, I don't totally understand how that happens or I just know deep within me in my heart that it does happen. You know, that we are tapped into all the prayers. Um, I remember one time at Agape, Reverend Michael gave, um, and I wish I could remember the story, but, it, but he told a story about something, some individual was in the hiking in the mountains or something and, um, and, and lost his, he had a prosthetic and he had lost it. And there was something about it. I wish I could tell you all the details. I was trying to remember it last night, but um, 
you know, what, what happened was that he came across a prosthetic in this cabin in the mountains. And somehow what had happened was it had been traced to a future time because that prosthetic hadn't been invented yet at that particular Ooh. time, that particular. And so, um, wow, you know? Wow, yes. <laughs> so, you know, and I don't know other instances of that. I can't prove it, but I just know that when we pray, we are in the realm of the infinite. We are in that place, you know? And our, I think our um, spiritual mind treatment you know, with the different steps and so forth, actually take us to that place. I think that prayer um, really happens, as Greg, as Greg Braden teaches, prayer happens when we catch the feeling tone of it. Because the law yes. of the universe acts upon feelings. And so uh, when, when I'm doing that, that five-step treatment, or at Agape, we do six steps, but uh, different branches of new thought do different things. But um, we do six steps because we begin with gratitude. You begin with and gratitude, don't you? We yes. Yeah, we begin with gratitude. And then the rest of it is, you know, recognition, unification, realization, thanksgiving, um, and release. And um, beginning with gratitude is great because gratitude is causative by itself, you right. know. When I'm grateful, I create more to be grateful for. And right. so by entering, starting there in the field of gratitude, for me, it's real easy then just to recognize spirit and to know that that's my life and then to speak from that place. It's like when I pray, I'm not speak, I'm not praying for something. I'm praying from something, you know, I'm yes. praying from that deep awareness of, of who and what I am. And when I'm praying for someone else of who and what that individual is, which is a divine being. So I'm not praying really to make anything happen. I'm praying, tapping into what's already happened. Yes. Again, that cosmic place, you know, and when you, yes. when you mention how important it is now on this planet, um, in the cosmos that, um, knowing truth in the midst of any situation is powerful. You know, yes. I, I, I really believe that when enough of us on this planet are seeing from the eyes of love, from the eyes of truth, from, from that which is real and absolute and never changes because God never changes, you know, when we pray from that place, knowing that in the midst of everything I see going on, divine peace is present, no matter what it looks like. You know, what, what yes. it looks like is transitory. It changes, you know, but what I'm knowing when I'm praying in that place is I'm knowing peace. And then I, I, I pray and I realize it's peace until I feel it in my heart. You know, um, it's so yes. an intellectual activity. I think when, um, when we begin in science of mind or agape or new thought, you know, uh, it, it's all, it, it kind of is about the structure of it. <laughs> and, uh, but then it goes beyond that. The structure takes us to that place. I have to tell you, um, my first, my first, uh, well, my first experience of prayer was I, I was a Roman Catholic nun for nine years. And then before that, I was always, really I loved, I loved the mass. Oh, I loved, wow. I was kind of an oddball. I loved everything about it. And so, yeah, so I learned, um, meditation 
there in the convent, you know, and then we chanted and did all these different things. What that did was um, it took me into a place uh, within myself. I didn't know it at the time, but it took me to a place within myself where I felt deeply connected with the divine, where yes. even the community I was in talked about God in us, not just around us. And so I was ushered into new thought through the convent. Then, you know, then I actually became, wow. then when I left the convent, I didn't know, I couldn't believe in the God that I learned there in Catholicism. I was kind of like an agnostic for about nine years. Then I found, oh my God. I know, then I found, oh. and the first I just, time I, <laughs> sorry, no, I just, I don't want to interrupt you to because this is such a, go on, go on, go on. Then I found science of mind. And um, I remember sitting in that service. And funny, the person who um, had actually introduced me to it wasn't even there that Sunday. But I, I, uh, I went to the service, I heard the prayer, and immediately it clicked. And I thought, I need to learn that prayer. So I went Hi. to the greeter who had been at the door afterwards. I said, you know, can, how can I learn this prayer? I said, Do you, is it written down anywhere? And God bless her, she found a pamphlet that had the steps on it. And oh, so I wow. went home, Laura, I went home and I immediately started doing treatment. I taught myself how to do it. I, um, all those years of being in the convent, it's like it all came back. All that practice was there again. And I had demonstration, you know, I had some results, you know, the first week. <clears throat> excuse me. And at that point, I was at the stage of praying for something, but that was okay. You know, we're at the stage where we're at and I, you know, yeah. anyway, I'll stop right there. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't want you to stop. I mean, I want you to just keep going with this. I just, I, but there was some, a few things that you've said along the way there. And also mm -hmm. I would like to say hello to everybody and welcome people in because we have some, some, um, some wonderful people here who, here we are, Wayne, who is watching right now, heartfelt prayers make mm -hmm. a difference, he's saying. Yes. yes. And uh, Dr. Michael, Reverend Dr. Michael McMorrow, he's here. Hello. Hi, Michael. And Deborah Demeyer. <laughs> Hi. Um, Deborah Meyer, my friend uh, from Agape Bay. Deborah Meyer. There we go. Hello. Glad you could connect. Yes. And the amazing Bonnie. Uh, practitioner um, in Mexico at the yeah. moment, sending you love. There we are. Yeah. So, and uh, Reverend Verona is here. Oh, she's my also. assistant minister. Okay. <laughs> she's your assistant minister, and I know yes. doing great work with her, yes. with prayer. And we're going to talk about her classes in, uh, in a while. And I'm just really interested what you have just shared. Thank you so much for sharing that because the that what came to me was as a, as a Catholic nun, I'm just intrigued how much time you must have spent in silence. Mm -hmm. And then coming out of that, how did that feel? Because I love, I love being in silence. I love be, creating yes. that space in my home and feel like I'm in the cave and that's perfect for me. But right, how, would, right. how did that feel actually then being exposed in, or did you live your life after that in the same way? Actually, I didn't live my life after that in the same way. Um, I, when I left the convent, um, it was at a time, I'm, I'm dating myself now, now, it was the end of the 60s. 
And we had made all those changes that Pope John 23rd wanted us to make, you know, bringing a, us into uh, the present with ecumenical movements. And he was so wonderful and he died prematurely, of course. But, but our community actually, actually we did what he said. And so uh, I loved that community. I didn't leave because I didn't love the community. I just left because it was time. You know, I had given what I was yeah. there to give. I'd received what I was there to receive. And when I left, we had been making changes anyway. We um, had changed from the habit to regular clothes. We had um, okay. been out in the world more. In the first couple of years that, that you're in the convent, anybody is, is, is really an intense time of silence a time of meditation. Yeah. I mean, silence most of the time during the day, eating meals in silence. Um, and, and then after those two years, I was out teaching in different schools and there right. wasn't so much of that. There was still the daily, the morning prayer, all the morning prayers and practices. But, um, you know, the day was teaching, being with students. Um, right. Yeah, so so it wasn't that hard a transition for me. Plus, I was ready. I was just ready to go, and yeah. the community helped me with that. They even they even gave me a car that was an old car that they had. I mean, they were wonderful. They really supported me, and so and and I remember at the beginning, I still would go to mass at the convent, but then I I really got uh, disillusioned because I would go to regular parishes, and the, it just it wasn't there, you know, it just yeah. wasn't there. There was yeah. a belief that we had been taught by a, by a Dutch uh, priest from Holland. And he, um, you know, they were very avant-garde at the time. And he'd said, you know, he said, mass isn't mass, communion isn't communion. If the people in the con congregation aren't feeling love, aren't loving each other. And so I got, yes, how my, this is the thing about my life was so perfectly orchestrated, you know, and so then I, I didn't do any practice. Finally, I started doing some yoga, but then, um, and the, but I, then I started to yearn for spirituality. This was nine years. During that nine years, I got married. I had children. You know, I was doing that part of my life. But um, yeah, I, I, I wasn't really doing wow. spiritual practice. So then when I heard that prayer, I was just like, wow, you know. This is really where yes. it's at. I could feel that and um, and started doing. I remember at the time I had like a, my shoulder, I could hardly lift one shoulder. And um, and I remember praying and I, I, it was a real elementary prayer, I am sure, just knowing health and, you know, all of that kind of thing. And um, and doggone, by the end of the week, it was gone. And so that was encouraging, that, that built my faith. And I just kept on doing it. And then as soon as there was a class, I took a class right away. And yes. that was it. Then I was hooked, <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. The classes Oh my are, word. Yeah. The classes so, are fantastic. They're amazing, yeah. And, and I, I love that piece that you said at the very beginning about, you know, this is a universal, or yeah. an infinite beyond the universe, this yeah. infinite prayer that we're praying into and praying as, there's mm -hmm. no separation with any of it. It's right. one. And so it kind of, it feels like you were, you were answering that call even by leaving or, or stepping, stepping away from that, uh, that realm of being mm -hmm. a, a Catholic nun. And it's almost like, well, the prayer was guiding you even though yes. you may not have known it in your conscious mind, 
to find it again in another way with the feeling um yes. because it is that feeling that we we connect with yeah um that brings it into it's like Ernest Holmes talks about the conviction and I know when I'm speaking my spiritual mind treatments when I when I'm in that place it's like oh my gosh nothing can stop this from happening <laughs> right exactly yeah. yes because yeah. we're knowing what already is and that's what the classes helped me with was to get really grounded and anchored in there really is only one and that everyone and everything I see is that one and so the prayer yes is like, I'm just, I'm beholding oneness. I'm beholding love. I'm beholding perfection. I'm whatever. I'm beholding what's already in that person or in that situation. And then we know from quantum physics that what we observe, you know, yes. the consciousness, consciousness becomes form. That's so, right. Um, yeah. So that, um, so when you were saying that, something just popped into my mind. It was, it was more about, um, you know, you then finding your way to Agape and Michael mm -hmm. Beckwith, Dr. Michael Beckwith, that must have been like, oh, my word. It was. And <laughs> because you know, you've landed somewhere where it's kind of like, whoo, yes, <laughs> mega, yes. um, with a big personality and that, that conviction that yeah. he has, how that must have... I mean that must have accelerated so much for you in a in a in a very speedy way. <laughs> well, yeah, it it brought me to because I was yearning for um, I was yearning for more of the mysticism, you know. Yes, I was yearning more for that. Yes. And then I remember when the, and and we had to travel. There were three of us. We had to travel from Fullerton, California, into Los Angeles at traffic hour to take class from him. We didn't even know we were taking it from him. We didn't have a clue. We just wanted to take it at Holmes. Well, it was called Ernest Holmes College at the time. And so, you know, ah. and I remember the first night they, when, when I saw him, I thought it was just something struck a chord. It was like, okay, this is my teacher. Yeah. He had hardly even said anything yet. You know, it was his yeah. presence was just so, and he was, Believe it or not, he was kind of quiet and shy in those days. You okay. know, he, he's over But he's years. still exuding it, even though he he's not, it. may yes. not have been verbally as yeah. forthright. But right. I'm sure the energy and the consciousness, you could feel that. It was. So then there was yeah. no question, you know, when he, when he talked about starting Agape. And, and by the way, during Prac 2, with him, we got him for two years. We were so blessed. Um, during practitioner two, we all did. Uh, we prayed for each other, so we always give each other prayer requests and so forth. And our prayer for Reverend Michael was guidance to his right ministry. Okay. And I could do a whole hour just on how all of that unfolded. But um, and then of course when he said he was starting Agape and what I like to join him. And yes, I relocated my family. I didn't even ask them. I'm like, we're going. You know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, you're not going to argue with the calling. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think about so, um, I so think my poor children. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, they knew. <laughs> they knew. So yeah. I love the piece that you began with. Um, and I'm not really going back, but it's just I feel this is an yeah. important piece when you talk about, you know, we're praying into the infinite and we're praying mm -hmm. with every other prayer that ever has been pray yes. prayed. 
and and how would you how would you you know for people watching right now i know we have people watching that already are ministers and practitioners on though we all need a reminder yeah <laughs> and that you know that there can be this idea that we're praying into something that is not how to get really get to that place of knowing the infinite within in the in those first two steps because I think mm -hmm. it for me it's like a real surrendering of yes. oh my gosh I'm praying into the infinite but sometimes if I'm praying and it's a rush I might yeah. not get there but I'm just going through the motions of it I understand and I think you understand I, I, think I totally understand I mean there are times and I've told my congregation this there are times I do not feel like praying I don't know if anybody else feels about that but but there right. are times you know and that's when the steps are particularly helpful you know but it's just continually doing it and my practice early on and I see my, Dr. Michael's question I'll speak to in a minute but my practice yeah. early on was um, just to keep affirming all day long every day God is my life God is my life God is my life Yes. To, until it just really started to become subjectified within me. You know, yes. I really started the to, embodiment to believe it. it. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, because at first it was an intellectual exercise. Although I had a sense of it from the convent, but the sense in the of the convent course. was God is in me. It wasn't God is me. You know, that was a leap. Right. <laughs> to go to that. Right. Yes. Because well, even in you, there's still a, a feeling of separation. Yes, absolutely. It's like it's something in me, yes. but it's not it's not really me, it's just in me. Yeah. 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 And it and it uses me and it operates through me, but it's not and to get to that place and I'm still growing in that, you know? Yes. I still feel like there's so far to go with that whole idea. God is my life to just get, keep getting it at deeper and deeper and deeper levels. But that was a huge practice and and um you know, in the mysticism classes that I teach, I have the students um, do the practicing the presence, you know, which is yes. that really. Right? Yes. So maybe just take a breath, or maybe, but, but just continually throughout the day connecting with that awareness that it's who and what I am. And then eventually, um, if you, <laughs> eventually we become the prayer, you know, We're, we just know it. And it is, you know, that's that's praying from that place of I'm aware. I know who you are. I know the light that you are. I know uh, what's I, I know the peace that's happening on the planet, even though visibly I can't see it, you know, because yes. I know that God is omnipresent. God is everywhere. So and even though it feels wrong or it feels unjust yeah. or it feels like there's violation and violence and um it feels that it, it shouldn't be happening like this in so many ways. Um, and yet the prayer can see us through that. I, I believe the prayer can see us through Absolutely. all of that. Yes. But it's how do we, how do we really get to that place of having compassion and yet knowing yeah. that, yeah, because it's, some of it is very painful, isn't it? It is very painful. And I, I firmly believe that we need to, I need to, I'll speak about me. I need to keep my yes. heart open. I need to um, let myself feel the pain of the world. I think that's really yes. important to be able yes. to feel it and to recognize that I'm feeling it, to feel it with awareness, and then um, to know the truth in the midst of it. 
So I, I feel the pain. I'm aware of the pain. And now mm -hmm. I'm choosing to know this truth, which because of all the years that I've been praying and going within and meditating, it's fairly easy most times, not always, but most times it's fairly easy to go to that place of knowing the truth because yes. I've been practiced for so many years. And lots of times I think for, um, you know, in an instant we can feel that sense of connection because I think prayer is basically connection and communion. We feel that sense of connection um, with the infinite and it's so embodied in us that our prayer doesn't even have to be formalized. We're just knowing it. You know, right. We just know it automatically. So we're always in that place of prayer. And then for me, you know, uh, the form of prayer, and it can be any form. It doesn't have to be the form we teach, any form that brings us to that place again of feeling, of deep faith, of knowing. Because I think knowing is, is beyond faith, really. It's beyond believing. It's I know this. I don't know if any of that's making sense, but oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I and I think that um, uh, 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 Reverend Karen Fry came on last week, mm -hmm. and she was talking about an anchoring moment. You know, when we have an anchoring moment to remember yes. that, and I really yes. love that. That's stuck yes. in my mind all week to remember yes. it and come back to it. That this actually is working. It's it's not yeah. just a one-off thing. Yes. We anchor into it, and I think. For me, that's the same. If I anchor into the the knowing that my life is is God's life, and I am the living yeah. expression of this, and it, it, there are days when I forget that. <laughs> of course, we and there are days when I, and there are days actually when I actually don't want to own that. <laughs> that feels too big. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can I go back to Dr. Michael's question? Please do. Sure I think it's lost. a really powerful question because you know we're not going to get lost if there are any questions. I, it, it, here, it, the question, question, question about, in. Yeah, the question was I'm about trying to how, find it here. How going from agnosticism to You took that step on your journey because yeah. you were yeah. uh, in, in a Catholic Catholic nun in a in a I wouldn't say well, I don't know if if it was a monastery as such. You can speak on that, that you were practicing as a convent and then agnostic you turned to that uh, to not believing or not wanting to have that mm -hmm. in your life in such a degree and now here we are full into believing and knowing the truth what a beautiful journey it, it, yeah, adventure it, adventure <laughs> Adventure, what? A, yeah, I, I feel so blessed yeah. to have moved through it because I understand when people have a hard time believing. And and the thing with me was that I didn't necessarily, I was searching for what can I believe? You know, what is God? What can I believe about God? And because I didn't believe the idea of this personal person in the sky, you know, white man, of course, with a beard and all that stuff. But, you know, I, I couldn't. I couldn't believe that anymore. It didn't make sense. And everything in my convent training led me to that place. And I remember there were a lot of us that were questioning it at the time. Um, a lot of us leaving at the time because of that. Um, and so I really believe that the prayers that I had said and the intention of my heart to know God, to love God, because that was my intention since I was a little girl. I, can, I can't remember ever not having that intention. And so I think that in, 
I not I think I know that intention carried me through all those years, you know, and I kept, you know, when I, I, I was distracted, of course, when I got married and had children. Um, and by the time they were, the youngest one was a toddler, I think. I had found religious science, which was great because I raised them in that. Um, wow. But what was I going to say? So I, I didn't, the journey was just, let's put it this way. I see how spirit has ordered my life so perfectly. You know, I think there was an underlying intention, which I think all of us have to know the infinite, you know, to know who we are and to to love who we are and appreciate who we are. And so um, the journey, I think, was God inspired. I think all of those prayers when I was in the convent led me to that place, even though I was I've kind of gave up on actively seeking. And remember, my, my ex-husband, was he was so sweet. He'd go, well, let's try this Zen monastery, because he had been in Zen monastery for a while. You know, let's try this and see if this works for you. And no, I remember we, we went one day, it was lunchtime, and they invited us, and it was a silent meal, and it was, mm, this is too much about the convent. Don't think so. You know? yeah. <laughs> now I love it. But, and then he took me to a Presbyterian church, and to, to, he, he was really trying to help me, and oh. I was like, no. None of this is working, <laughs> you know. Yeah. None of this is working. And so just just let it be here. And then when I just found, you know, it was divinely guided, even when I wasn't asking for the guidance. That's the thing. You know, that spirit always guides us, even when we aren't asking for it. It knows what we're it knows itself as us. It knows what the desires of our heart are. And so I can't really answer that question in terms of anything I did because I didn't do it. You know, it was orchestrated by the divine. And then I recognized it, you know, when when it came, I recognized it. Oh, okay. This is what it is, you know? So I don't, that's, I don't feel like it answers that question very well, but. um, Well, I um, I, um, for me, it, I don't know if it does for Dr. Michael, uh, if, if if it does, he can he can pop a comment in here. I'm sure right. if you're still here, Reverend Michael, please comment on that. We'd love to know if that answers your question or gives you further insight. What I'm hearing is you um you were you were you you are seeking, and that your you, everyone was really supportive of that. Your family, yes. your husband. Yeah. It was like you were on this adventure, and I'm going to try a bit of this and a bit of that, and be open. And, and it, I love that because when you said you were, you, you know, the other, the other nuns with you, you were questioning it and you left. Mm-hmm. I could, it's like in, in religious science, as a science of mind practitioner, and I'm in ministry education, nearly finished with that part. And I know that if somebody was questioning it, I would be saying, wow, this is amazing. Let's question it. Let's, yes. Let's delve in and open up and really find what you really believe. And yeah. And um, so it's amazing that that didn't happen for you in the mm-hmm. convent and that it kind of forced you to look elsewhere for a more open way right. of practicing what you believe. And I didn't even know that's why I was leaving the convent. No. Which is so interesting. I didn't know. I just knew it was time to go. For about two years before I left, I was sensing it was, but it 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 didn't feel right during that time. 
Oh my. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Reverend Michael. Thank you for, thank for you. saying that. <laughs> um, but you know, even that everything I could just, uh, I, I know people have said, write a book about this. And I just, I, I loved to I talk. Oh, so where is your book? Write. <laughs> Come on. Where is your <laughs> book? <laughs> the whole convent situation was such, uh, it just was so beautiful. I love those people. I still get their newsletters. I love them. Yeah. They're a late yes. community now because the Catholic church just couldn't accept what they were doing. So they're still Catholics, but they don't operate as a religious community. So, and I love Dr. Michaels. What can I love? God, and that's amazing what you've just said. They're now a lay community. It's almost mm -hmm. like well, your intention actually shifted yes. something for them as well. <laughs> and you know, thank you because I didn't real, I didn't even think of that ever. I've never thought yeah. of that. But yeah, thank you. Yeah. So we're powerful beings, aren't we? We are so powerful. Yeah, and I, I think that's the part of it, too, that I just keep wanting to know more and more and more within me, to be so anchored in that, how powerful we all are, you know, and uh, and the power of of spirit that, you know, the power of, I'm seeing Deborah Mayers. Uh, thank you, Deborah. <laughs> um, the power <laughs> of spirit as us and how even when we don't, yes. even when I don't know what I'm doing, it knows. You know, yes. God knows when I'm not knowing and, and that's what my life shows me. And it's just absolutely amazing to me. I, I just never ceases to amaze me and talking with you. Thank you so much for having me because talking with you just anchors it even more. You know, I'm having as Dr. K and Reverend Karen Fry, we were together at Oakland center for spiritual living for many years. Oh, I know her so okay. well. And, oh, yeah, and wow. I, and I so love what she said, you know, the anchoring moment. I'm having one the of The anchoring right moment. Good. Yeah. So am yeah. I. <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. Oh, well, it's yeah. wonderful. It's so great to be with um, with you, uh, Reverend Dr. Joan Stedman, who is the senior minister of Agape Bay Area Spiritual Center and uh, Center for Spiritual Living. No, maybe that's not the correct title, but it is a, a, an oh, incredible yeah, spiritual community. Uh, yeah, um, Agape Bay Area Center for Awakened Living. That's the whole Center thing. for Awakened yeah. Living. There we are. And I did, put, I have put your details into the actual, um, the text underneath this so people can click and find out more about your center. In fact, I've got, a, I've got I have got it up here um, that I can, Da, da, da. No, maybe I can't because I've got something else that I want to talk about before that because okay. it means I'll have to change it. And my technical thing is Diego, the wonderful Diego, our show producer, <laughs> he produced this show for so, so long and now he's doing other projects. So I'm producing now. So bear with oh, me if wow. I'm just a little bit... <laughs> well, well um, Laura, you know I have trouble with technology. I proved it. <laughs> And I believe, and I was Reverend praying. Was yeah, and I see Reverend Rona was affirming yeah. too. It's like, okay, you know. Yes, we're off. So let's talk about prayer. Reverend Verona and her amazing, incredible offering. And I feel like I want to be there for this. I don't know what time it's on. Would you like to share about it and what is happening um, here? At yeah, center? this is one of the um, as a as a satellite of Agape. This is one of the Agape classes and they're constantly changing their the names of the classes so it's already changed with them but i love physics of prayer because prayer is scientific you know there's a scientific yeah. method to it it's proven that it works 
And so this, this class just re really allows you to dive deeply into prayer, to practice it, to have a prayer partner. Reverend Verona is a powerful minister of truth. She's amazing. She'd be good to have on sometime. She's really amazing. Oh, and yes. I'm Come so back blessed. with her. <laughs> yeah. I'm so blessed to have her. Um, there she is. <laughs> I'm so blessed to have yeah. her. And, and she is steeped in prayer, absolutely steeped in prayer. When I first got to um, Oakland Center for Spiritual Living, the first year I was there, she came and she took the classes with me and everything. And um, now is a minister in her own right. And I, I'm just so blessed to have her because she is, talk about pure consciousness. She's it. So if there's anyone that you would want to take a prayer class from, it's Reverend Verona. She is just amazing. Um, wonderful oh, teacher. Wow. So, yeah. So, so. I, Fantastic. And what day do you know the time? Yes, it's offered. It starts February. 27th. No, I was just going to ask you. What? The okay. time of it? It's, it's 630 so, in the evening. Yes. Pacific Standard Time. Six so we're on the we're on oh the West okay I, yeah you probably I, I will have to something then <laughs> I won't be joining that one <laughs> yeah yeah if Reverend Verona does bed. something a little bit earlier in the day I'll be there <laughs> yeah what time is that for you anyway amazing so now we are, I'm eight hours ahead okay that's what um, I thought okay. of Pacific yeah. time yeah. yeah so it would be we are well, you're, you're, morning for me. <laughs> you're, you're excused then, Laura. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it looks amazing. And so for anybody watching right now or watching um, mm -hmm. later on on the replay, then check this out. And also check out um, the go to your website here. I'm going to back screen. Agape Bay Start Area. Another screen one. share. With yeah. your agape bay area, bay. I've got it up here. Yeah. So, uh, com. And all of our classes are on Zoom. We decided to just do our classes that way now. That's been one of the blessings, you know, of COVID. Everything that you do is on Zoom, yes? Yes. Right now, yeah. Your classes and, class and your celebration services, yeah. It's all on Zoom, yeah. And our classes, and it's also... Uh, the celebration services are also on Facebook Live, so you can access that in a couple of ways. And um, yeah, there it is, okay. Agape Bay Area. Yeah, and to uh, uh, to sign up for the class, you just go there to it is. the education page, which is actually here we are, education. Yeah. Actually, that's the page for the services. But oh, Patricia Baha. Yeah, um, she's singing she's on Sunday. Wonderful. You know, another blessing of Zoom is we've been able to have these wonderful um, artists, musical artists that sing the prayer, you know, because the prayers are sung. And so it's beautiful. Everything oh, we do is a prayer. I, I do that. I'm a new thought singer. <laughs> are you? Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Yeah, I am. We'll have to yeah. have you sometime. <laughs> so I'd like, oh, that would be amazing. We we love it. We have a concert here every Saturday. Uh, on the first Saturday of every month, we have our Cosmic oh. Concert. We just did it this Saturday on uh, on New Thought Media Network. 
Yes. Beautiful. It's very powerful to to sing and to hear to hear new thought, uh, to hear the message through song. I think it's so yes. powerful for the listener because we're in that place of either joy or relaxation or just open. Music can affect our minds mm-hmm. and our brains in so many uh, dynamic ways, I think. Yes. And, uh, and sometimes uh, if we don't want to hear somebody talking for 20 minutes and right. you know, the message in music can just go straight to the heart. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, there's that saying that when you sing, you pray twice. I don't know if you've ever heard that when you sing. You oh, pray I've, oh, I haven't. Oh, that yeah. is such a beautiful. I'm going, just writing that down. When you sing, yeah. you pray twice. Yeah. Okay. It's powerful. So your 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 um Agape Bay area as a ministry is thriving and you, you're I can I mean I, I'm gonna be tuning into what you're doing because mm. I just I love you and I love your energy and I can feel oh. your consciousness and everything that you're you're offering people and you know so I'm just wondering over the time that you've you've been there because you you were an assistant minister and mm-hmm. now senior minister <laughs> there have you seen amazing demonstrations within the 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 people that come to you have mm. you seen their lives change um you know people that have stayed with you and stayed at, at your center have you seen how prayer has really affected in a positive way people's lives absolutely yeah, absolutely. People, you know, people have deep inner shifts that are that that are happening. And it's it's beautiful to behold. You know, I'm thinking of someone right now who did such deep work. Uh, her father had molested her and she did such deep work and and healed that. And this has just been another right. couple of years. I mean, you know, it can take a lifetime to heal some of yes. these things. Yes. Oh, when you wow. Go, you know, when you go to that place yeah. within you and and you're knowing that you that place has never been hurt, harmed, or endangered. The essence of you has never been hurt, harmed, or endangered. That's a prayer in itself, you know. And so I yeah. am perfection. I am purity. I am goodness. I am beloved. I'm loved always. Yeah. And and there have been external demonstrations as well. And yeah. So yes, yes absolutely. And, and, and a lot of our people have learned to pray, which is powerful. And love having prayer partners, you know, which is great. Yes, and and that and that's the thing when we're when we have that autonomy and learn. When I when I you know took that responsibility for myself. I mean, I love having prayer partners. It's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And yet, I love to be able to say, right, I can do this right now, and I can say how I feel yes. in the moment. And yes, it's very powerful. Yeah. Um, because I, when I, I remember at the beginning, I was reading it or not like you said, you had it written down and to get yeah. to that place of don't need that anymore. Yes. Yeah. Tune yeah. into the heart. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It becomes yeah. for me the structure. And I know some people really don't like the structure. And I understand that for me, the structure has really helped me. And the structure allows a place where spirit rushes in and and does the work spirit. You know, I just surrender to spirit when I'm doing the prayer and then listen for what wants to come through. Yes. And it's such a beautiful experience. And whether I'm working with an individual or whether it's the congregation, whatever, you know, 
it's it's just prayer is is so beautiful and so powerful and and i just want to say too whatever um I, I i'm assuming most of the people that watch our new thought and if there are people that are christian yeah. or, or muslim or buddhist whatever you know yes uh, you know your form of prayer works just as well you know when you when you come to that place of knowing you know when you come to that place of deep, deep, wonderful knowingness within you, it's it's just so powerful and so deep. My mother was a great, good Catholic woman, as you might imagine, mass every day. So at an early age, I was going to church every day and, you know, and she just prayed regular Catholic prayers. But she knew that God was going to answer. And that woman, I'm telling you, demonstrated all kinds of things in her life. And it wasn't the form of prayer we use, but that didn't matter. Her form was bringing her to that place of it's done, that place of belief, that place of deep knowing. So I just want to assure anybody that might be, or if you know someone of another tradition, they don't have to change unless they feel moved to, you know? I'm so pleased that you've said that because they can, I think for, for anybody that's, you know, there's so much online right now and there's so many different ways and available ways that we can, hear about spirituality and mm -hmm. faith and religion and it can be confusing and i just love what you've just said because it's taking us all off the hook mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. about the feeling and the connection and the knowing and if we have a different way of doing it uh, you know there are many 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 paths to yes. the divine yes yeah. so beautiful what you've just said yeah. and i, I so love powerful that. Because Ernest Holmes, the founder of Science of Mind, he saw our teaching as an adjunct to whatever religion people were practicing. Yeah. So I always remember that too, you know. And that that confused me in the beginning because I came into religious science not really knowing it was religious science. I was just obsessed uh, with his work, and it was yes. science of science of mind. And then slowly, as I realized oh, this actually is a religion. I had to question that within myself because I didn't want to be a part of another religion. It was right. like I wanted this freedom. Yes. Um, and yet now I've, I've understood that and worked through that for myself. And so it's really powerful what you've just said because we can use this mm -hmm. with, with our, our other, you know, if people have other ways of believing or other belief systems, then that's fine. It's yeah. wonderful. It's all God. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one, of, that's one of the things I love best about our tradition that, that yeah, our spirituality. Yes. Yes. <sighs> wow. We have some beautiful messages here. Uh, Bonnie Gonzalez. Hi, Bonnie. It's so great to be with you here. Wonderful faith, encouraging show today. Yes. Thank you. Reverend Joan Stedman for being here and being so present and available. Wayne, mm -hmm. yes, it's great to be with you. And Deborah Mayer, here we are. <laughs> she can testify. I love, love that. <laughs> I, I don't I will never break confidentiality, but Deborah has made some big shifts too. So I oh, that's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. So at the end of the cosmic prayer, normally we, I invite a, a shared prayer for, mm. uh, for the planet or for whatever is in, in our hearts right now. Would you like yeah. to, to join with me in that? I can 
begin and then you can just I would love that. Take it. Yeah, oh, that would I be would so exciting. That, okay. Enjoy to so play with you. Is there anything particular that you feel called to know in truth right now in prayer? Just I think one of the the prayer a couple of prayers that I continually know for our planet is that the consciousness of humanity is evolving, you know, that spirits mm. at work here in the midst of it. And um, oneness, especially for our, for all countries, especially for our country where their separation seems to, uh, seems to abound. And yeah, yeah, I just want to know the oneness in that. Beautiful. And I'd like to, I'd like to just uh, to add into that, to blend into that for peace Mm -hmm. For peace yes. in our hearts. Yes. In every in in our home, my heart, in your heart, in each of our hearts, that we mm -hmm. know this peace. Yeah. And compassion. Oh, absolutely compassion right now to be filled yes. with that knowing of compassion. And if there's anything anybody would like added into the prayer, please put that in chat now before I close my eyes. <laughs> And then we can see if there's something you'd like added into the prayer right now. Lots of beautiful messages coming through. All a prayer. So this has been such an incredible broadcast today on the Cosmic mm. Prayer with Reverend Dr. Joan Steadman, Senior Minister of Agape Bay Area. And I just feel so honoured and grateful that you're here mm. sharing on in this vast cosmic prayer conversation <laughs> that began in 2020 and to be here shining your light and your wisdom thank you so much for being here reverend joan thank you laura really? almost reverend laura <laughs> thank you <laughs> it's just such a blessing to be with you and i love every minute of it and uh yeah just thank you thank you what I want to say is you're doing amazing work on this planet. By doing this, how powerful. Oh, there's Reverend Gill and Robin. Yes. Oh, you know Reverend Gill and Robin. Of course, I was going to bring I them do. into the conversation. Yes. yes. And they have an amazing show on a Wednesday now here on, on New Thought Media Network. Let, yes, it's uh, it's called Rock, Rock in the Love. Rockin' the Love with with Reverend Gill and Robin, a fantastic show which is is about, uh, they talk about relationships, our relationship to everything. So it's really exciting. It's a great show on a Wednesday yeah. here. It has to be because they are amazing. I They're love them so dynamic. So for anybody that's listening, if you're listening now or in the future, you can connect and contact with uh, Reverend Dr. Joan at the her email is down here below or mm -hmm. a spiritual center. The address is down below also. And also down below is the detail for this uh, wonderful physics of prayer. Uh, workshop that's going to be coming on very soon on the 22nd of February so if if that I mean if I were in your time zone I'd be signing up for that right now so oh, <laughs> I know I'm sure that would be a really wonderful powerful um teaching mm -hmm. that's Absolutely. coming through yeah yeah and practice and you, you thought media you get to practice and understand and dissect prayer the, yes. the process of what we what we do here 
Yes. Um, I'm just going to put this up here. This is our banner here for New Thought Media Network. Mm -hmm. And we are a, a Center for Spiritual Living Focus Ministry. Our senior spiritual director is Reverend Robert Brzezinski and doing incredible things on the planet. And every day we have broadcasts like this shining out through the airwaves for you to, um, to ultimately know the truth of who you are. And each of these broadcasts bring us a little bit closer to knowing that in our hearts. So stay tuned into this network for the wonderful programming and exciting shows that are here. And of course, we know that God is our source and we practice this with conscious giving. So we have a donate button here and it's below in the link and you can be, a, be um, uh, conscious of that and recognize that for yourself by uh by lo love offering offering that financial tithe to our yes. network yeah yes please do i'm going to so oh wow yeah, and of course, yeah, of course and of course for for agape uh bay area i know that if you go onto their website you can also consciously give because mm -hmm. god is our source and we practice this yes by being the action of this reciprocal process it takes us to be able to do this so Absolutely. um so that's what we do and and reverend joan is doing incredible things for her community so i'm looking forward to finding <laughs> out more about what's going on there i'm going to be Thank dipping you. into your facebook page <laughs> it, facebook page is uh bay agape bay area yes yes that's correct and our community Good. is, is right. young. We're young still, you know. We just ah, became yeah. satellites in 2019. So, you know, we are, we're babies still, <laughs> maybe toddlers. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we're, we're conscious, loving toddlers. <laughs> we don't say no a whole lot. You say more. More. <laughs> I want more. more. Yeah, right. I want more, please. <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay so we are going to just take a couple of minutes here centering into prayer knowing this oneness so i'm going to invite us if you're watching right now or later on if it's safe to do so and you feel comfortable closing your eyes then join us join me and uh reverend dr john stedman right now and just let's take a breath there have been a lot of words, and so let's center into this stillness for a moment. This stillness where I know the divine is being. Where I know that this divine is loving. Where I know that this divine is the one thing that is happening right now. is happening as everything is omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient. That means it is everywhere, all-powerful, all-knowing. Mm -hmm. And it is infinite and it is eternal. And as I know right now that this infinite is happening through all of life because it is the idea of everything, mm -hmm. this wonderful expression of everything that is happening is God. And as I know this and I open my heart to this and I, yes, I embody this with gratitude, with so much gratitude, 
with so much appreciation for my knowing of this and that this is happening. And I unite even more deeply with my knowing of this, this one thing that is love, that is the love that I am. And so as I open my heart to this love and I lift in my mental equivalent to more of this, to knowing more of this, that as I open and say yes to being this divine expression, that I know this too is Reverend Joan, that I know this too is everybody listening and watching right now or in the future, that this presence is as us, through us, in us, us, and that we are it. And I'm breathing this in with even more gratitude as I pass this prayer over mm. to Reverend Dr. Joan. And how grateful I am to participate in this prayer, how grateful I am to be this prayer, to know that the living word is spoken right here, right now. It is a word acknowledging, beholding the oneness, the unity of all life. No matter what the appearance may be, there is only one. And that one is the very presence of each and every person on this planet, each and every person in this country. That's what I'm knowing to be so. I'm claiming and knowing that each heart is filled with the love of God, is filled with compassion and reverence and respect for all life. I claim justice. I claim and know that infinite divine justice is having its way in the midst of everything, in the midst of every seeming injustice. I know God's activity is present. I know peace, the peace of God that, as Ernest Holmes says, is the power at the heart of God. This peace that passes all sense of human understanding is everywhere, in everyone. And I claim and accept and know a grand awakening to that which is the essence and the truth of everyone. So I know that the consciousness of humanity is evolving in a powerful, powerful way, uplifting the vibration here and everywhere in the whole cosmos. That's what I know to be so. And I'm so grateful to know this truth. I'm so grateful for the words spoken and for every prayer in every heart, for I know it's all already done in the mind and in the heart of the divine. And so I simply mm. release this word now. I let it go, I loose it into the law of life, that beautiful universal law that I think of as the soul of the universe that responds, that knows how to birth this word into manifestation in a powerful, beautiful, dynamic way. So I simply let yeah. go, let God, let God, for God knows how to do this. We don't necessarily, God knows. So I surrender it to the divine and let it be. And so it is. Amen. Ashe. So be it. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you, Reverend Joan. Thank you, Laura. My blessing. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for being you. here. And we're going to end the show now. I know Reverend Joan's going to stay on for a minute. <laughs> and, thank you. Uh, and I'm going to close the show now. And thank you all for being here and for being such light and shining your light on the cosmic prayer today. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs>